Hello everyone, welcome to Caffeine Co-op. My name is Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are back to discuss video game movies today. Uh, before we do that, because we got a nice big review we want to talk about. We never really reviewed something before, um, which is funny. So, yeah, yeah, like a real review. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a movie, it's not even going to be a game. So that's ironic enough. We're already um, breaking our, our policies. Boom. So speaking of breaking walls of policies down, we're going to talk about that next. We're going to do that right now. Uh, so Brandon and I have discussed that we we are just basically both full of shenanigans, and <laughs> we are not. And, and like you know, there's just there's enough IGNs and machinimas and YouTubers out there that can tell you the real news that we don't need to tell you. And what we're going to do instead is we're going to be your guy that's just the good old video game fun and we're just a couple of gamers on your level and uh, we're just going to say the stuff that you want to hear, basically. Um, right. We are, in layman's terms, we are, are, are the Bruce Springsteen of video game podcasts because we, yeah. we go regularly, we record probably over three hours long. Uh, our shows are that, <laughs> that long. Uh, two, so we, 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 we come from a blue-collar-esque uh background that's what who we represent in terms of games and thirdly we routinely routinely wear flannel cutoffs at all times when we're recording it's just how our zach kind of like enforced it by gunpoint i was a little unsure but you know what when you're part of the e street when you when you're part of the b street band that's what you gotta do you don't hate it you don't hate it yeah now uh, I actually really want a flannel cutoff. <laughs> we're gonna have to do that in the next. We're gonna have to do whenever when we co live stream. We'll both have flannel cutoffs. <laughs> that is a promise on this I, podcast right now. Mm, mm, I forgot to bring this up before. I had this idea, and I for listeners, one of my favorite things is to pitch Zach on ideas. But the way I have to pitch them, I I have to I have to be real with them and tell them this is the dumbest idea I've ever had and then go straight into the idea which is this one is that we I want to do a photo shoot of um for our podcast but in in almost in parody of Springsteen covers but with like video game uh influence like one of us yes. is like is faced away from the camera we have a handkerchief in the I caught dibs nope I caught dibs on that one with the capping co-op logo <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like I get the butt picture. Yeah. It's mine. <laughs> it's yeah, my butt. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This is we were we were definitely gonna do this one once we're I'm out in. I'm in. once we're able to go out into the world again. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, I think in general. Uh, Springsteen especially has like such a good fashion sense. Like he had such a cool like look to him. He just I which I really have always wanted to emulate. But um, I can't play guitar, and I'm not uh, a great songwriter from Jersey. Talking about the blue collar uh, kind of like working man. Uh, now I'm starting to sound like uh, Steve Austin from like <laughs> you do have like hell yeah brother. Oh, that's more Hulk Hogan, but. The working man, he's coming in here, uh, and so it's it's tough for me to like have that personality come out and kind of like rock that look when at oftentimes I look like Peter Parker in Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. I'm currently wearing glasses with a collared shirt and sweater over top of it, looking yes. like I just walked yes. out of a 
high school and like Flash Thompson's gonna kick my ass in a few minutes here. I'm like, oh, oh sure, guys, don't don't mind me. Just getting, I don't know, getting. Uh, what, what did they eat back in the '60s? There's always like weird names for stuff that just like, why would you eat this absolute dog shit? It'd be like, it's always it's, like it's spoiled, spoiled that, dog shit. It just, <laughs> it was that was that was the thing around that time. They just had like neon lights, like just like flashing, it's like mm-hmm. boiled dog shit. It just <laughs> in, 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 uh, uh, anyway. But, that's so 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 so. This is it. This is we're shenanigans. We've always been shenanigans, and this is where we shine. So like, we'll talk about current things. Like, um, not this episode, but next episode, we're probably going to talk about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Right. Uh, so you know, we we are going to talk about topics that are current, but we're just we don't feel the need to talk about quote unquote news. Um, and I think that's going to give us. A little more freedom and we're gonna be more excited about what we're talking about and i think that's where we shine and i think that's what i hope you guys like to hear um i think in a lot of ways we're gonna get a more uh more focused podcast more about how we as consumers how we view the industry and what we think of uh current events and news coming out of it from our perspective not talking about like oh how does this affect uh, the publishers, how does it affect developers? Because right. we are not in that position. We are in the position of uh, we do this uh, as a hobby. Like this is we we don't get paid for this. This no. is like our blood, sweat, and tears are poured into this podcast. No. Zach uh, continually asked me not to uh, put put those things into the podcast. He's like, keep keep all of your body fluids out of. He this broke podcast. my last computer with his blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> it just like pouring in, but. <laughs> Funneling. Um, we, we do this because we love games and we love talking about games, but the only way we can talk about games is from our perspective of a working man's uh, young perspective of growing up with games, but also viewing them as a consumer. So that's what you're going to get from us in the future. Agreed. And like, so to go off of that, because we're changing it up a little bit, the episodes might be a little shorter. Uh, can't promise that because we're the E Street of uh, video gamers and we can do an hour podcast or maybe our podcast is going to be four hours long. It just happens. Are we the Z Street band? Are we, are we oh, the, the Z God. Street band? I mean, do you want to be? <laughs> I want to be the Z Street band, yeah. <laughs> the Z Street band. The, uh, the, uh, the Z Street band it is. The Brew Boys, the Brew Boys. Uh, well, well, wait, we're the Brew Boys though. So is it we the, are the Brew Boys. So but like B Street? It feels like I came up with it, though. That makes it sound like uh, I'm, I'm trying to wrangle this into being like... Well, you just said Z Street, so now it sounds like I came up with it. Because like, I'm not selfish. It's like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to pass the buck on to you, so if anyone's Brandon's, like... Brandon's not selfish, and here I am, like, giddy, like, ooh, I'll do a Z Street fan. <laughs> That's mine now, mm-hmm. yeah. Why did why did my impression turn into like a like a planta- plantation owner like oh that's mine now boy you're gonna oops. because it's the most uh, you were like how evil can Zach be yeah this <laughs> is evil wearing like a white suit and a, like a bolo tie like walking on now it's this like a dumpster deal co-op is mine <laughs> you're gonna be working for me now son um and then clearly just stream with a uh, white suit and bolo tie so that's God. I mean, I just I look I like to look my best all the time. I I constantly change between my cut off flannel and my white suit and bolo tie. Um, sometimes I have a third option, which is a cut off white suit. 
You just do what you gotta do. The I think it's if I ever find a white suit at a at a uh, Goodwill, I'm officially cutting it off. <laughs> we well, we have to do a photo shoot with. I think it's it's the first solo Springsteen album is him on the cover with that like white suit um, in front of the car. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know uh, that one. I don't remember it. It's that has Valentine's Day on it, uh, and like face to face. Um, I gotta look up the name. I don't know. Solo. It's not a white suit. It's just a suit with a white shirt underneath. But he looks like he's wearing wearing like a bolo tie. On it, if I can get real close to that. I, um, I'm I'm leaning towards my monitor like it's gonna help me. Um, I know exactly. Okay, I do know that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we we need to do that. That uh, that photo shoot. All right. Well, we we gotta do photo shoots just to make the episode. This is gonna be great. Um. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> So, so what we're trying to say is that episodes may be shorter, but that's not a promise. But more importantly, we are going to commit to two episodes a month. Basically, we are going to start having episodes come out every other Tuesday, uh, just right. repeatedly. Like we're, we're going to stick to that schedule. Oh my god! Sorry, that was my cat. Meg just purred directly into the microphone. She's, She's just so, so happy that. about the new schedule. That's all. She's like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> more, more time hanging out with, with uh, Luna, hopefully. Um, I think, yeah, I think, so a, a big thing I want to mention is that our listeners, if you want to hear uh, something particular from us or you want to hear a certain structure or anything, like a topics we, we were going to talk about on an episode, let us know. We can figure out... Um, with this new flexible schedule, we don't have to wait until like next month to figure out what we should talk about. We can have more topics and more lists, more like conversations that create uh, even even bigger ideas. So this is only the start of Caffeine Call. If we are going to uh, hire and just better heights than you ever could imagine. Brand new day, baby. Brand new day. Yeah. Caffeine Copes, brand new day. Um, and to that point, I uh, <laughs> just want to real quick say, as much as you all love us, and I know that we sound like we're just above everyone, and we're huge, huge popular famous people, we actually aren't. So you can just tweet right at us or DM us, and we'll probably answer. So there you go. So if you want to hear a topic, that's all you got to do. Uh Brandon gets a little cluttered in the DMs because of all the baseball players trying to reach out to him. I mean, he's a very popular Orioles manager over there. It's so. tough. Like, spring season coming up. I'm just trying to let them well, know. Now. Well, I mean, <laughs> Everything's delayed. I mean, if I have any say in it, we're still going to play. Orioles are going undefeated. We're going to be the only baseball team out there. That's the strategy. No, no one can be you if no one else is playing. Yeah. If we're the only team playing, we're the only one that can win saying i think like if if we just all, all wear like hazmat suits we should be fine if we just get out there and Perfect. start playing Perfect. no one else is going to show up I know, I'm, anyway coach yeah. brandon Huff, coming at you with these opinions but in the meantime speaking of the working man's perspective zach and i we paid our own hard-earned money to see a film not sponsored which is now feels like an insane concept. <laughs> I know, it's so sad. Okay, we're going to talk about the coronavirus a little bit at the end of the episode. Um, 
So, so we won't talk about that too much because that is like, <laughs> you're right, you're right. It's like insane to think about. We did that. That I left my house at all. We sat in seats that other asses had touched. Not bare asses, I would hope, but just seats have been compressed by other other people's germs and just butt uh, butt sweat for days. Has just been sitting there, and we sat in those seats. We reclined in them, and we watched an entire film with other people in that theater. Closer, you were you were more you were closer than six feet to me. Okay, and that's just insane. I was closer than six feet to him. And I got to bring up a small joke that I would like to point out. That AMC, before they just shut down the theater, which is I definitely think the right thing they did. Um, before they did that, they had said that they were like, at first it was you only half of the seats were allowed to be filled. Um, and on top of that, they were having people clean the theater between every showing. And I right. was just, I remember I read that and I was like, you think that 16 year old's gonna walk in and hand clean every chair in that theater like right. he's gonna he's gonna walk into the theater look around him see that there's no one there and be like we're clean <laughs> uh but that being said we did do this we did go see this movie with our own money not sponsored and we saw a video game movie because this is a video game podcast right and we saw Sonic the Hedgehog. We yeah. didn't see it on Valentine's Day. We saw it the day before. We did see opening night. We were we gonna do. We were gonna do the podcast. We were gonna do a, a whole, a, you know, life, a, a virus, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we're um, on fire. Couple, right. So uh, <laughs> we saw Sonic the Hedgehog, and we are here to review it. Uh, so first full review on this podcast of anything, and we're gonna review Sonic the Hedgehog. We're gonna give you a reviews on a scale of one to ten. Um, should we do that at the beginning or at the mm. end? I think at the end we'll right. we'll have our final thoughts and then leave it with a with a score, just like how Sonic would get at the end of his level. He would get a little little score. Like you did this well. Ah, um, I always ignored Sonic that because well. I'm terrible at video games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go first. I'm gonna do in honor of Sonic. I'm gonna do mine really quick. Uh, my review. So, so yeah, that was uh, how I felt about Sonic. Um, Want to hear me do it again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can I can slow down. If you slow down for listeners, you'll hear a very small uh Easter egg in there. That is me saying Zach sucks eggs. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a, oh that was a SpongeBob reference. Come on. What? That was like, oh, that was, uh, yeah. was like I do not suck eggs. <laughs> um, it was great. <laughs> Squidward smells. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, so, so Brandon, but what did you uh, think of not me yeah. sucking eggs, but Sonic the Hedgehog the movie? I'm sorry, this is the last episode of the podcast because of this. Uh, ah, there it is, there it is, there it is. There it is. There's always one. Um, so I, so here's the thing, my expectations for this movie. I went in, and you, I, I, I believe you felt you, you felt differently. One, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to it, Zach. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> stop, stop brandishing that knife at me. Uh, we we will we will get to how you feel. But I went in, admittedly, kind of expecting a train wreck. Oh. Like just like it, it was from the first trailer. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Then the second trailer, I was like, you know what? This could be this could be decent. But I was not. I won't have too much hope. 
uh, I went in kind of being like, all right, I like I like Ben Schwartz. He's one of my favorite comedians. Like just up, like just so good in everything I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to support him. So let's see what this is like. And I came out. I liked it. I liked it a lot. That was it was pretty damn good. Like it's a it's a fun movie. And that's the best thing I think you can say about a movie like this is that it knows what it's trying to do. And it knows it, it's trying to be, like, a fun movie. It's a fun, goofy, like, silly, you know, action uh, action comedy that uses, you know, like, a character that I've admittedly loved since I was a kid in a really clever and fun way that, that like, when I think about it, like, there's kids out there who are being exposed to Sonic for the first time. This is going to be, like, a really fun first experience for them. And then they're going to be like, oh, man, there's, like, 20 years of games that I can now play, which is really cool. And it's it's a fun movie that I think in in terms of what it was trying to do, I think it's successful. Uh, I don't know if it's going to, like, hold up in terms of, like, the grand scheme of things. I know I don't try to do, like, grand scheme of things in terms of movies because that's never really interesting. But in terms of what it is, I had a really great time with it. Now I'm gonna throw it all over to you. I I mean I couldn't agree more, but I'll, I'll get into. So you're you're right. I did kind of have a different vibe. I, I forget what I, I mean. It was one of our episodes in uh, last year. We talked about the first trailer. Um, and I just remember, I, I I still feel pretty confidently the same that I felt when I saw it. Um, the first trailer that the movie as a whole looked fine. It looked yeah. fine for a Sonic yeah. movie. Um, I didn't like Sonic's design. Um. And then they did the redesign, and the design is gorgeous. It's a wonderful, wonderful new design. Um, right. But that being said, it was still going to be the same movie. And right. I thought the second trailer made it look a lot more fun. And before the so so I was very I was skeptical. You know, I didn't expect much. Um, but when that new trailer came out, and I was seeing more and more of it, I kind of got the vibe that I thought it was going to be a good time. I right. didn't want to get excited because you know it's yeah whatever but uh yeah. it was i had a good time with it i think it's a really fun movie um I, and i think that's the key thing it it, it is it is a very right. fun movie it's a great family movie like oh absolutely like, like, like I, this would have killed um I, if you have kids like exactly and i think you brought up like it's going to introduce sonic to a new generation of of kids to new yeah. little uh younger gamers and uh and, and I think it's a great point. First of all, a uh, quick PlayStation plug for you, for PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation Plus, the free game right now is the new Sonic right. game. Is uh, Sonic Rush or Forces? Sonic... I think it's Sonic Forces. Ah, we're gonna Brandon's looking uh, it up. Oh, gonna look it up. Um, yeah. That's what we do but, here. But go get a new Sonic game because uh, I'm gonna. This is gonna be published uh, tomorrow, which is March 24th, so it'll still be March. Um, but yeah, I. I, I can't stress enough. It was just a fun movie, and you didn't even expect that. And, like, it was just a nice, pleasant surprise. Um, ben Schwartz just just kills it. Just, just a he delight. So just a delightful Amazing. Sonic. Just yeah. wonderful. Um, I forget his name, which is Bad Radio. But, yeah. Say it again. From uh, James Marsden. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, how do you say his last name? Uh, Marston. I say Marsden. 
Marsden. Okay, Marsden. Well, so so James Marsden, he he was a lot of fun too. Um, I really, yeah. I, I I enjoyed his character for what it was. Um, I think yeah. the biggest flaw in this movie is 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 like it's very simple. Um, right. It follows a very basic uh uh story, but right. that's okay. Like like Sonic's yeah. not like this convoluted character i guess in newer games he kind of got some, he kind of got some weird <laughs> we'll stories going you know he was a werewolf he was a knife a knight like whatever um a hedgehog from the at one point uh, but like when it comes down to like basic sonic uh, yeah. sonic just moves fast he's just fast that's it that's the only thing so like say he's gotta go like he's got to go fast that's gotta, he might have to gotta go fast which <laughs> that's, that's a part of it yeah um, I think it's yeah, it's a really good point. What we bring up is like it's a it's a fun it's a fun it's a simple story that's told in a really fun way, and that's yeah. exactly what you would want out of a Sonic movie. You're not gonna want like convoluted anime uh, plot line about how like oh my god I did do all this uh, because like the future depends on it. It's like no, it's actually a great story about survival and in terms of like a friendship, in terms of like loneliness and how it can affect someone, how it. It genuinely like can affect people in a way that you wouldn't expect. Of how people need each other, they, they need they need a family or they need friends in in this world to just survive. It's not just about like oh I have food and water and shelter. It's about like I have companionship with someone else, and that's why I think it's actually a really sweet movie and something I really particularly like. I wanted to bring up was the fact that it does that. It shows that the reason why Sonic is able to like to be friends with people is because like he's he's a is a kind-hearted individual who is he he wants to be around people and he likes people compared to the villain of dr robotnik who i actually really appreciate this how they did it for the villain um in terms of like a movie like this is that they show like not only is he he's pretty like he's pretty evil but he's also a dick like that's mm-hmm. kind of a good point of like showing kids like hey uh like it's not okay like even though you're smart it doesn't mean you're allowed to be a dick like it's it, that's not how this works and thirdly you can't be evil with it like it's it's a it's kind of a cool way of showing like what this character is like and i want to point out there's a line that i think is very effective in showing how creepy and actually like pretty messed up uh robotnik is as as a villain and how like he mentioned something that I was like, oh my god, that's actually really dark for a children's movie, where he mentions when he was a kid, he had a, a bully that would, like, go after him, and he's like, I eventually, I, I got back at him, where he, like, it, as Robotnik, as he puts it, the, the bully then had to eat through a straw for the next two months, and I was like, what did he do? Like, that's really <laughs> intense. That's a, like, I don't know what he did, but it shows in a really cool way, where it's like, he reacts to he reacts to bullying and violence with violence, in in like this overproportionate way of like I'm not saying that you shouldn't defend yourself, but he it was like a deliberate. He's doing this because he hates this person, not because he's like defending himself. And I think that really highlights for kids in a really great way of, of like what Sonic does is that like he he routinely he r- routinely he helps the other people around him before he saves himself, in particularly like. I'm not gonna go super spoilerly spoilerly 
about the movie, but near the end, there's a particular scene when all these missiles are coming at coming at them, at at him and his group, and like the way he he's able to save the other two people in this situation before he even saves himself. I think that's a great way of like very much a super like a superhero idea of like naturally this is what we expect from a Spider-Man character or right. I don't know why I said Spider-Man character like a, you know the, the, like a Spider-Man you know all these Spider-Mans walking around hey, um, these days they are I mean true coming 2020 uh, 2021 uh, <laughs> Spider-Man three hashtag Spider-Verse <laughs> um and I think it's it's a great way of introducing the character of what's valuable in this world in the in in these times is that it's kindness and it's uh like selflessness in this really fun goofy movie that has a really good heart to it at the end so yeah I, I i agree in that but yeah i i really i think the message was just good fun message and like i said like it's a simple plot but it's just a nice message for uh kids going to a movie and seeing this funny quirky hero hedgehog character and the villain's just a villain like you know like it's not something overly complicated and since you brought up uh uh, robotnik uh, jim carrey just having like like not only does he kill it but i think the thing i appreciated about this movie that i appreciate about him is basically i think the studio was just like yo you're gonna be the villain in the sonic movie but you can just be you. Like, just do whatever you want. And he was like, okay. Right. And he was. He was just classic Jim Carrey, and it was funny. And there's so many... Like, uh, one of the best lines in the movie, and I think it was actually, like, in the trailer, which is always a shame, but, like, was the the cappuccino, when the guy offers to make oh, yeah. him a cappuccino. He's like, you know I want a cappuccino. They're delicious and delightful. I love, I love how they make how you make them. Yeah, it's like... It's good. It's, it's a good, like... Um, it's like, the, yeah, even his assistant, like... He's nice to him, but he's, like, a complete asshole to his assistant, and, like... And speaking of, like, the supporting cast, I, I don't know all of them, I barely know the main cast, but, the, like, everyone really did a good job. The the, yeah. the town, the, the, the rookie cop um, who is in a lot of good TV, I gotta say, I'm a big fan of that guy. He's, uh, so, so that's Adam Pally, and one of the things I was so excited about was the fact that he was, uh... There's one of my favorite videos of all time. If people have the chance to look it up, look up Ben Schwartz and Adam Pally when they hosted, I think it was like the Late Late Show on CBS when it was supposed to, it was supposed to be a week of hosts that were different. And they, 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 they had a night where the studio audience wasn't there because there was a blizzard and they were the only people in the studio. And it's like, it's a beautiful train wreck of them trying to salvage what uh what this would have been like and it's but it's so much fun because you can tell the two of them are just like riffing with each other and yeah. it's adam, adam pally is the host and yeah. one of my the best way is that the way he's like um with ben he's like yeah how do you think you're gonna uh like yeah like sign off uh for the show and he throws a pen at him adam pally like catches it with one hand without looking and he's like i haven't catch really thought about it and then it kind of, and then kind of like he's like, didn't even plan that. And then it kind of like kind of starts zooming <laughs> out, and it's, it's so good because you can tell they kind like they're also, they're also in like the newsroom. Like it's one of those things where it's like it's not even like a a, a conducive uh, studio for comedy. It's like the worst possible right. place they could be. But it's amazing because you can tell that both of them are like, 
we kind of got the short end of the stick here. We have to make the best of it. So, and what's really cool is that you, you can tell those two have been friends for a really long time, and seeing them like are able to have each other, uh, they they like ha- have each other's backs, and like mm-hmm. they were they've been working so long that like to see him in the movie, it made me really happy because it's like, oh man, like he's yeah, he, he came up with each other, or they came up with each other that he's right. like, yeah, put him in the like he's amazing, put him in in Sonic, um, and it's it really shows like what the movie. And the studio were able to listen to, to Ben Schwartz that, like, he probably had a lot of say about, like, what the Sonic character should be and, like, what references they should have and what little things that should pop up from time to time. And, like, but exactly as you said, like, supporting cast, like, everyone was really fun. I like the the army. Uh, army general was really good. I can't um, believe he was only in the one scene. Well, and then the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, though yeah uh, he, he was he was it was fine he that's a he's the guy that plays dumb dumb dude um he's great he's yeah, a, he's, he's, a cool. good, he's another great actor and like yeah just it's 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 just full of all these fun supporting cast it's a great supporting cast um the yeah. main cast is great too um i just really enjoyed it i was very pleasantly surprised i think it's just fun and i think that's i really don't have much else to say um all right brandon so since you spoke first on the movie, what do you actually give this movie on a scale of 1 to 10? Luna, if you would please not rip out all the cords in my computer, that would be great. My cat is currently also laying, uh, like, right next to my door, laying down and trying to open it with our claws. <laughs> uh, we're both having cat trouble at the moment. Uh, <laughs> technical, uh, no, never mind. I was trying to do technical difficulties but that's not gonna work with just say technical difficult I can't say difficulties um define de feline difficulties we'll go with it my rating for Sonic and this might sound harsh but you know what just in terms of as much as I you know what 8 out of 10 wow I know, I was, I was, you know, I'll keep it short. Singing seven, but you know what? If someone was like, right now, if someone was like, hey, do you want, do you want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog? Or, like, do you want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog? I think I've, I've made this comparison before uh, in terms of, like, like movies that are, like, mm, maybe not amazing, but still pretty good mm-hmm. or like if someone sat down and was like hey do, do you want to watch Sonic the Hedgehog or Mortal Kombat Annihilation I would say Sonic the Hedgehog all the way in the same way I would say if someone was like hey do you want to watch Venom or do you want to watch Fantastic Four from 2015 I'm going to say Venom but also I'm going to say Venom every day of the week because Venom's a great movie <laughs> but it, it's, it really goes to show like it's a Sonic is a really fun entertaining movie that I think is it should, you should at least ask at least uh, at least check it out. If you, it's it's a, it's a good rental if you get a chance to. That's my eight out of ten. Brand approved. I very I like it. So okay, so real quick, if for if we get into the world of reviews going forward, what grants a seal of approval? What number? That's a great point. Uh, it's not really like a number. It's just a feel to it. Like okay. it's a. Right. Uh, I like it. Got I got to feel the movie. Like it's gonna right. be in my heart. Like it's I. So that's a big deal. It's a big deal to get your approval then. It is. It's it's definitely like. It's not just a number. It's like you actually like that's the seal. Right. That's how I feel. It's like this is my feel. 
I Mark. very much agree. Uh, I am going to give it a seven out of ten. I'm going to. I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, I I really like it. I really like it, and I I think you know, like I said, it's not the best movie. It's not some brain melting new storyline, <laughs> but it's right. a really fun movie. And it is. And you're right. Like like I kind I kind of want to own it to be honest. Like I even want to like support I, it in that way. Um, yeah. And, and it's a great movie. And I think a 7 out of 10 is a great, like, that's a good number. It's a good range. Like, that's, to me, a 7 out of 10 is, if you see it, whether you own it or whether it's on TV, you're going to genuinely be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch yeah. this now. And I, that's a, I would absolutely watch that again and again. Yes, that's a great point. If you see it on TV, I would sit down and watch it. For, I would sit down, I would, it's a movie, I would sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to watch like half an hour before I had to go. Like, do something. I don't it's got to go on something. Um, Especially with what's going on, I, I think it's yeah. gonna stream somewhere. I think um, I hope so. I hope so yeah. too, because I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> in the description, I will put a time code, scant, stamp, whatever you want to call it, for what to skip to. If you want to skip the spoiler section of Sonic, um, so check out the description of your podcast location. Um, but yeah, so spoiler warning, spoilers start now. Um, so uh, two things, two things. Uh, I'd like to say I only have one actual negative about the movie. Um, okay. So I'd like to say that, and it has to do with the ending. That's yeah. why I'm putting it here. Um, but right. it's not that big of a deal. Like it's my only thing when I think about the movie. Um, right. And then, and then we'll talk about. Uh, I assume you want to talk about the end credit scene. Oh. Which is. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. So, but first, so so my thing is at the end of the movie, uh, Sonic is about to go head to head with Eggman, and he's in his ship. They're in the small town. It's like the final confrontation moment. And yeah. Sonic, he has this line, and he's like, you shouldn't, he says something like, you shouldn't use what's not yours, or something like that, and he uses, like, his new lightning powers to take back the hair that Eggman's been using. Right. And I just remember that, like, that one thing, and I was just like, that, like, was weird. Like, like did Sonic know was, he had his yeah. hair? Like... <laughs> Yeah, like, that's a little like it, it just felt it just felt out of place a little bit. Like it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't bad enough to ruin the movie by any means, and it was only one moment. But it was just it was the one thing that I, I remember that happening. And I was being like, that was kind of funny. Like that kind of felt it's, off. Yeah, it's a little like not a huge script problem, but it's just enough to be like, mm, it's a little. It kind of yeah. like hitches the ending. If I had to guess, it was a there was a reshoot like kind of thing right. because like again like there's no reason sonic should have known that he had his hair right. um so i'm gonna guess there's an earlier version where he did know kind of a thing something happened yeah i don't know something like that but like i said wasn't that big of a deal it just if we were gonna talk spoilers i wanted to bring it up because i thought it was kind of a funny like if i was gonna say anything um but yeah i still really enjoy the movie uh anyway so there is something i wanted to mention too in terms of spoilers uh I want to mention I really liked the the, the final confrontation not only the final confrontation but the lead up to the final showdown with Eggman chasing after Sonic through uh, through all the portals like through all the rings and stuff that was very inventively really fun to have it be like across the globe and kind of this really wild looking um, similar to uh, Quicksilver in the X-Men movies how they did kind of like the world stop, but he's going super fast. Uh, similar to that, in a but in a really fun, inventive way. So I want to give him give give him props for a really fun ending. Can I add to that? Because I fully agree. 
great scene. But I, I think even better than that scene alone is is even the like moment before that scene where where so in you get to see Sonic do the slow mo stuff earlier in the movie in the bar fight, which is a lot of I love that scene. It's a great, which is it's great. so much That's fun. A really it's fun just, bit. It's yeah, just such a fun <laughs> movie. Um, yeah, but so so you see that earlier in the movie, so you know how his speed works, and then you're seeing this like he's all sure of himself and cocky. You know, don't get cocky, kid. And he's all cocky, yeah. <laughs> and he's like slowly like well he's fast forward right. but he's like taking the missiles apart like he's no problem he's not worried and then Eggman activates his super speed on his ship making him as fast as Sonic and I just thought right. that was a really well done like montage of Eggman starting his or pressing the button which brought him right. into the chase and then that great chase scene like it was just it was a really good couple scenes I thought it was really well done I forgot how that's a really good point. I completely forgot how they how they structured that where it's like he's taking out the missiles, but Eggman is like he's he's reaching for the button at the mm. same time. So it's like he will eventually catch up to him, but it's it's taking a little bit of time. And as it's happening, uh, I don't remember the two characters, the human characters, what their names are, but they uh, with Sonic like pushed them off the building, and he's gonna throw the ring. But they they did a really great job in terms of that like suspense of like he thinks he's gonna be able to get it really quick but he like yeah like Eggman catches up to him I said Eggman like that's his last name like oh Mr. Eggman uh at your server that sounds like he's he's like a professor I know I keep saying it so fast like it's like Eggman like it's (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah he's like oh from Germany and why, yeah, it was actually like a really cool way of like I didn't think they were gonna die, but it was a good su- suspense and very a lot, a lot of tension of like, oh, the, like he finally has someone who matches him, like mm-hmm. he finally has a rival that is that he actually really has to use his powers in a in a smart way. Like before, especially in the bar, it was a good showcase of like, hey, I'm running circles around you guys, you can't even touch me. But this is like, oh, I. I have to, this is the real deal. Like I have to get, I have to get good, or he's gonna, he's gonna kill me and my friends. Like it was, it's a real moment of like, of uh, of especially for Sonic realizing like this is, this is the real deal. Like I'm gonna have to go. He's gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Situation. Gotta go I mean, fast. Yeah, but it was a great setup and a great like, oh, like, really great tension. A good, yeah, a good third act. I was really impressed. Good action, uh, action climax to it. All right, so let's talk about the end credit scene. So, um, first of all, I forget. I forget if I said this in the first in in the podcast we talked about when the first trailer was revealed. But when they showed the classic looking Eggman in that trailer, I knew that was going to be a post credit scene because it was so obviously different, and it was. It was the first scene. and it was a cool scene. It was really neat. It was just very was, obviously a post-credit scene. Um, legit, yeah. It's a great... There was a line I wanted to mention before I forget it, but I really liked that highlighted how 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 creepy I think Eggman is, mm-hmm. is where he's talking and he's like, he's like shaving his head and he's getting all like... He's, he's going to go all, all like the Martian on everybody. He's going to come back at some point with just like, just the yeah, just a little bit of technology. And they set it up really well where he's like talking to himself and he's like starting to go a little crazy and he's like talking he's like yeah i i have a few things 
he has like a uh, a communicator and like maybe like one other thing with him and I, I don't remember the exact line I think you, you might be able uh, to, to remind me but he says something along the lines of like oh like think with, with this stuff I'll be back by next Christmas and I think that's kind of a, like a great creepy villain line yeah it's it's on those lines where he's like oh like don't worry about me like it's it's a great showcase of like how this this dude is the real deal and he's not gonna like this is not gonna slow him down he's eventually gonna get there he was a great man yeah he did a great job i'm really excited to see what they i hope they do in the sequel like what they do with his character i'm curious what the future holds for that because i i have to i don't know you can't i I gotta assume they can't budget jim carrey every movie like maybe they will i don't know i don't remember how much it made i know it made a lot of money it did very well um it made bank and then we'll see i guess by everything going on right right but like a sequel you would hope they're gonna you know not have to worry about that again say for that yeah um but I uh, I do hope we get him again, and I do hope he comes back with that classic look because the look from the the mushroom world is hilarious. It's so good. Um, I would be curious to see what they do. Um, so that being said, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Do you have anything for that one? I do have an idea. I think so. What they tease? Oh, especially at the. I want to mention also they use a remix of the the. Mm-hmm. Green Hill Zone music from the first game, uh, the first level. It was, it was a really beautiful, like piano cover of it. I thought that was that was really cool and a really good touch. They didn't go overboard with references, which is good because they weren't like I don't know, they didn't have like the Power Glove or oh no, no, that's that's Nintendo. Like they, they didn't have like a bunch of like Sega stuff that was like right. Remember, it was um it was just like oh here's like a cool no there was just like, a few couple things. things like gotta go fast yeah. they only said that but once like, yeah like if it you was look perfect for, if you it, it, for huge fans of sonic like for for diehard fans it's gonna make them really happy and then mm-hmm. and that's and that's cool and then there's there's stuff that i call it that i was like oh that's that's really neat and it's gonna make you know it's it's gonna it's a it's a crowd pleaser of a movie mm-hmm. and one of the things i really liked was the introduction of, of tales at the end of it I thought that was a great little addition that I'm really excited to see what they did with the sequel. I hope the they go. The Tails scene was so good. That was beautiful. That was actually like, mm. I was like, that made me really excited to see what they do next because I, I, I like they definitely are setting up for a sequel and I don't know mm-hmm. where they're going with it. I think, but I, I think what I really like is that they they set up in a good way. They can go. I hope they, I hope they go weird with it, but not mm-hmm. too weird yet. Like they if they go in a they don't just remake the first one but with tails now he's there uh and it's like oh they have to make sure he's not um he's not doing anything and so, then uh i'm sorry I'm cut, i keep cutting you off i didn't mean to that's okay i just i, I thought that was uh I, I thought that was me if something happened with my mic no, no i just um what i'm hoping for and this is like a small wish list we can, we, we, we can keep this tight but um i'm hoping for eggman comes back i do want him to return I want him to return in the second one. Mm-hmm. What I want to have a second one as well, I think this would be a great antagonist. Metal Sonic. Ooh, that would be good because he makes he makes him right like. Yeah, yeah. He, like, makes he, Metal he, Sonic. Uh, um, so that and ooh, I, I, would you introduce Tails? Would you, would you introduce Knuckles in the second movie? Yes, hands down. Yes, like, um, hands down. Because oh, I want to mention something. 
remember okay i kept forgetting to text you about this because it like blew my mind okay. remember at the beginning of the movie there's a scene mm-hmm. where baby sonic's being chased they confirmed those are echidnas uh oh, so they are knuckles peoples yeah like oh uh, uh species uh please oh, uh, oh my god oh my god <laughs> as, as a scientist i, I would have th- thought you would uh i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry these i'm just saying we you're right here... you're right i am sorry sonic fans for having offended thee we we here at quarantine co-op oh my God. <laughs> are dedicated to the truth and uh to to this the scientific classifications of all fictional animals in video games that is our dedication to you the listener uh... we always get right for this episode next episode <laughs> i will probably forget but yeah, I want to mention, um, so they have confirmed it was Echidna's, uh... That's awesome. ...who were chasing Baby Sonic, so he is, he is there, like... I definitely think... ...in the world. ...that was more just, like, a... Uh, a shout-out, like an Easter egg kind of a thing. Yeah. But I think it also is good at setting up for... It could happen. You want Knuckles? Yeah. It will make Knuckles happen, you know? He's gonna be there. Um... I'll let, I'll let you phrase it it's like it can happen like the, the studios being like you want it you want it you know what you know it's gonna happen it's gonna happen this one you want that you want you want goddamn shadow you, you monsters gonna give you here just take it take it all take it all i i think shadow would be a third movie if they do th- if they do more than one but so so my only thing i wanted to add to the sequel of the sonic movie i want the second one to get weird um yeah, I want like so we we joked about like you know classic Sonic doesn't really have a story blah 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 I'm you know it has something um but then newer stuff it gets there's there's now stories I don't know if it's canon I I have no idea um but like I want the sequel to be weird Sonic on like a level ten like just max it out just go like just (laughs) just go all out like I don't know much about Sonic but like I know there's a crystal a life crystal or something and like (laughs) the chaos emeralds there there you go (laughs) okay the reason why I had to laugh before that and this is (laughs) because I was not right at all (laughs) no it's because um I I just made a reference to something and I have to explain it because this is gonna sound insane but um there's a there's a there was like a fan fiction at one point that was um, that someone wrote that's become a meme now. Where it's uh, I don't I don't know what the first sentence is, but then the response is uh, is is a is a character is like some dialogue going <laughs> the chaos emeralds, and it's by o- Obama saying it. Um, and it's supposed to be something. It's like some fan fiction that has like Obama knows about the chaos emeralds at some point. So that's why I. Anytime someone mentions the Chaos Emeralds, I can't help but laugh at that. Can't help it, like, laugh. Me up. Speaking of that, real quick though, speaking of memes, uh, apparently they they do reference the "Do you know the way" meme, and I don't. Shit. I think I missed it entirely. That's yeah, I completely like completely passed by. Like me. that's just awesome. Anyway, so Ridiculous. that being said, I want the sequel to be just balls to the walls weird, just weird. Just make it make it the Sonic movie people expected in the first one. I guess I don't know. Just max yeah. that out. Have you seen the Sonic the Hedgehog, the the, the cartoon movie, like the anime one? Not anime, but like the kind no. of cartoon movie. No. I've seen that. Um, I rented it twice from Video Gallery or Movie Gallery in Pottstown. Shout oh, yeah. out, and also R.A.P. Uh, you know, 
respect uh, to to that place because we there's a there was a point in time and I wish I could still take advantage of this where you could rent uh, two movies for a dollar they were Whoa. VHS tapes um, so we go there every Tuesday and it's like it's getting into like it's gonna be like it's gonna be like ride to a flashback for me and be like oh no like I like think about to all those summer days going with my brother um and my mom we would go and we get like vhs tapes yeah. uh from movie gallery and one of the ones i got was sonic and i rented that shit twice wow that summer because i loved it so much i was obsessed with that movie uh it's it might be insane it might be terrible but i believe i can't entirely remember i it i think i think metal sonic he premiered in sonic cd in terms of games, and then his cart. Yeah, no, I, I have no idea. What it's all up here. It's all up here, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is just what I keep. This, this is the stuff I keep in my brain instead of like long division or like you know uh, any relatives' birthdays. Uh, this is Sonic, Sonic trivia, baby. That's that's what's in there. Um, that and like facts about Batman. Uh, it, it, so that was like uh, so that, I think Mel Sonic was in Sonic CD and then he and then he was in the Sonic movie uh, which is to, at the time and probably still is the single greatest movie ever put to film I can't think of anything could have surpassed it until now until now but we will I I will make the solemn the solemn promise to you to Zach and to the listeners and we, we will see how long this promise will take to fulfill we will record a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon movie commentary oh boy. Oh boy. I don't know when that will be I can't make any promises because we there are real dangers out in the world right now that'll be something we put on like YouTube well we could do that through a webcam we could try and, and we, we could we'll probably rent it on YouTube or we could, something I think we should find it on VHS and watch oh, it okay. alright all right. Hey, I Mr. Physical, it. this is the Only quarantine thing. co-op is when you use digital everything. <laughs> I, just, I think, oh, oh, so now the propaganda of, of, of digital has come back once again to destroy physical media. Oh, I can't believe in this time, in this day and age, in this crisis we're in, you are, oh, oh, I can't believe you. I've bought four comics and two video games digitally. It's great. I will say that's a good choice about comics. Because breaking news, I just saw this today. Uh, Diamond, the comics distributor, just said they may have gotten a lot of their comics like uh, coronavirus, like infected. Like somehow there must be like some contamination on there. What? I don't know if I can buy physical media, physical comics for. How is that possible? I I I'll have to look up the the article. I gotta rub the look at the of the details, but. Like comic shops are like, oh, we can't sell those. Like they no, literally, no, you can't. yeah, they will get people sick. Where are they? Uh, oh god, which is crazy. So you win this time, digital. I'm all right. Furious about it. All right. You know, you know what also I would want to watch is our top five video game movies of all time. Our lists. So yes, Brandon, if I get that segue in properly, we are going to talk about our top five video game-based movies, um, and this is the best. We're doing a good list, because we both enjoyed Sonic. Uh, yep. Again, Brandon's score was an 8 out of 10, my score was a 7 out of 10. 
Uh, so we're gonna do good movies or movies we like. Um, yeah, I don't think I have ratings for any of these. If Brandon yeah, feels like well, rating them, I don't. I don't. We're gonna. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, when you say ratings, do you mean like the one to ten for each one? Like I don't ranking? Have. Oh, no, okay. so we are ranking them like that's. Oh, we're that's what else I was saying. I, th- yeah. uh, it's, I have rankings. I don't have ratings. Okay, I don't same. Yeah. Unbelievable ratings. They are all after we me, just gave a rating. Yeah, <laughs> I will say on um, one of my favorite apps, uh, not appetizers, but if I were to say that ranking of app, you know what ranking of a- appetizers. Let's no, go. <laughs> we can't get into that right now. Um, <laughs> but one of my favorite apps non-food kind uh is letterboxd which is a service that lets you get appetizers yeah that too (laughs) keeps track of your movies and also what appetizers you like to pair with them uh no what it is it's like you're able to track what movies you've watched what and you can rate movies you watch like as you go like oh i just watched this today i thought it was like a three out of five um for me People have made fun of me a lot, and I'm very guilty of this, where a lot of my ratings are just five stars, because I'm like, you know what? That was a film. Everyone did a great job. Five stars. And it's a lot of, and I, I will say, if you look at my, my profile, you will see a lot of five stars, You will see, and you will see a lot of four stars, and you'll see a lot of, like, couple stars. You will see some stars with hearts on them, but if you see, if you, if you see some with, with stars, but no heart, that that means that movie did something to me. It it means it did something I don't agree with. That I was like, nah, get this out of here. But so I'm mad at Brandon right now because I'm convinced this is a sponsored ad and I didn't get my cut of the sponsorship. So <laughs> you think right now that I'm wearing a letterbox t-shirt, <laughs> t-shirt established 2018. I knew it. It's in the whole time. This, this is special content for our subscribers. This is our first uh, money maker, and you're skipping it from me. It's like the social network is. Uh, but yeah, um, I really like the service. But one of my things, favorite things, is that I, I have a difficult time rating things like below a certain point because it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel kind of like mean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not fair. This is like there's certain stuff where I'm like, you know what? Mm, they try their best. I'm going to give him one more star just to let him, like, feel a little better. But all these movies I will talk about for this section, they may not they may not have stars on them. They have hearts. They get Brandon's stamps of approval on all of them. I will not do that sound for each one of them. Okay, it's good. probably annoying <laughs> to figure out the audio for that. So that was the last one you're going to get, listeners. But, so, are we going... So we're doing five to one, five being our least of the top five, and one being the best one of all time. Um, uh, why don't you, uh, you, you, I think I started the last list, so you start this list. Number five, with a bullet, I'm going to go with Silent Hill, uh, released in the mid-2000s. It was my first exposure to the Silent Hill franchise, and what I liked about it is that I was starting to get into horror movies, but not quite all the way. This is a fun, weird, uh, very stylistic uh, horror movie that had a great atmosphere to it. And that's a big thing with horror movies that I appreciate is when you're going to have, like, the best way I can describe certain horror movies is that they're a mood. They're just like a certain, there's a certain vibe to them you just get where you're just vibing with them. And they're just weird and creepy and, like, 
messed up looking. All the creatures are all like mangled and like shifty and like you know walking towards you like a like a goddamn I don't know like I don't know what that is. There's a weird like a slug like like a disco slug or something. <laughs> and uh, but also and kind of to reference our home state, uh, Silent Hill is based sort of on Centralia, uh, which is kind of up near Kutztown. Which was an old mining uh, town that is now evacuated because there was uh, that's on fire, right? Whole fire, yeah. They they are still effectively on fire and will be for a very long time. Uh, but now it's a ghost. That that area is a ghost town. The area around it is uh, there's um, graffiti highway. People are on Pennsylvania. I urge them. It's a it's a really cool landmark where it's a highway that led up to Centralia that is now blocked off, but in time people have like put graffiti on it which i'm not trying to condemn i'm actually trying to celebrate because it's a great way it's like a living art project that mm-hmm. all these people contributed to and it's a really cool just great uh kind of place you're able to kind of see like you you'll see like graffiti from like all these these kids from like 2002 wrote something and it's like oh 2014 these kids wrote something and it's it's cool it's like a a testament to who was there and but to to wrap it around Silent Hill is a it's a successful video game uh, adaptation that I think does a great job. If you like horror movies, you should, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen it. I remember I liked it. I don't remember too much about it. I remember it was good. Oh. Um, pretty sure Silent Hill is getting a new game. Or, no, I think the guy said uh, Ko- Kojima. Is it Kojima? Yeah. Um, I think he said he wants to make it again. So Yeah, it definitely sounds like... Like, definitely nothing's done, but he wants Something, to. Something's rumbling. It sounds like right now, it sounds like Sony is possibly buying... Oh, I forgot uh, about that, yeah. Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill from Konami. Because Konami's like, uh, we kind of don't want to make games anymore. And Sony's like, hey, real quick, we'll just take all those things. Uh, thank you. And they just kind of run, run away from him. And, and like, it, hey, Kojima, do you want to make that new Silent Hill game with us? Do you just want to make that game you were almost making before to make uh, Death Stranding instead, which is still a great game? But also, did you want to make Silent Hills? He's probably like, yo, man, let's do it. <laughs> and a uh, little, little tease for the next episode next for uh, uh, PS, PS5 definitely needs those exclusives. I definitely think that's going to be a key. And what that means for you, the consumer. Mm. Uh, all right, all right, back to our list. Uh, my number five. <laughs> Mine, I, mine, it, number five is probably the biggest upset you won't see coming. Um, I saw this a while ago. I don't remember when it came out. Uh, I saw, I think it was on Netflix, and I watched it on Netflix one day, bored, because I didn't have anything else to watch. And I just remember being hilariously surprised with how funny it was and how goofy it was. And I definitely think this counts. And that's the Angry Birds movie. Really? Yeah, I, I wow. now it's been a it's been a, a while, so take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But I just remember watching that movie, genuinely laughing, and being like, they, "This is a good family movie. This is fun. This is quite that." Um, and I just you know, like, how do you take Angry Birds and make it a movie? Well, I, 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 if I remember correctly, they did it. They did a good job, and so that's all I really got to say. But uh, Angry Birds number five. Damn. There's one I almost don't want to take from you, so I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna t- take it away from you. But uh, there is, there is from 2017, I think. Kind of, it's tough to remember, but um, the Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander uh, was 
it's good. It's a good solid action movie, like a good solid adventure film that she's great in it. Uh, this is um, your number four. Yeah, number four. Sorry, I should okay. have mentioned. No, I was just uh, making sure this was your number four. Just, I just like the movie. Uh, just just like, that's brand it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think so. I think like, I think it's a great adventure film that everyone should mm-hmm. check it out. It's a really fun, good action movie. Alicia Vikander is great in it. Walton Goggins is, you've definitely seen him. He was the kind of villain in Ant Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the businessman kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, he's great. He's great in it. He's another villain. He does a really good job. It's just like a, it's a great uh, adventure franchise, adventure film that I had to keep emphasizing the adventure part because it has that old school Indiana Jones esque kind of uh, like feel to it. And Elijah Vikander is great, so it's really surprising how much I liked it. And they are they are working on a sequel with the director as um, Ben Wheatley, which was for film nerds like me. Uh, he did like Kill List and like. Uh, Free Fire and like a bunch of really weird movies. And when I heard about this, I was like, uh, "Does he is he in like Money Troubles? He did something like did something happen? He's gonna do this?" But I think he, he just I think his wife is writing the script, and he's like, yeah, I'll, "I'll do this." Like it was That's awesome. Sounded like it was like, "Oh yeah," like he's he's he hasn't he hasn't had that. It's not that he hasn't had that chance to do big stuff. I think he just hasn't wanted to. And then he's like, "This is the first one." Then he's like, "You know what? Yeah." I'll, I'll do a big, uh, big like action movie, a big studio action movie that I'm, I'm excited. I think it could be potentially really cool to see w- what he, he can do with um, a project like this. So that was my number four. Nice, nice, good, good pick. I remember it's a, that's a good one. I, I actually I own that. I haven't watched it in a while. It was good. It was a good movie. Um, yeah. uh, my number four. I am actually changing in the order up of my list a little bit here. A little. little little uh, breaking not breaking news but uh in the moment switcheroo i'm gonna switch it up with my number three um but my number four uh is a movie that i think is gets a lot of heat for no reason and i enjoy it quite a bit and that's pretty much the sands of time i was gonna say i knew it i knew you're gonna go i knew you're gonna come with it come with that heat <sighs> And it, I respect this is, it. This is kind of one of those things that, like, it's it's similar to me. I, I think I, it's funny. I think so- Sonic is probably better, uh, but like, like I still think Prince of Persia is like a fun movie. And every time oh. I watch it, I'm like, every time I watch it, I try to look for something I don't like, and I just <laughs> think it's funny. Like, I think it's it's like. I, I don't think it's Jake Gyllenhaal's best performance, but like, I think right. he gets the job done, and like. I think he has fun with it in some kind. Yeah, and um, it's a fun adventure movie. It's a fun it's, adventure movie. It really like, and, and it was supposed to be the Pirates of the Caribbean successor for Disney, and I really wish that they went through with it because I I liked the vibe. I liked the vibe, and I think it could have been a lot of fun. So, fun fact about us: we are huge fans of the Prince of Persia series, particularly the three D uh, uh, entries. Uh, from like the GameCube era, because mm-hmm. you lent those to me around at a time when, uh, uh, I'll let listeners in on this. I was really depressed when I was looking for a job at one point, and I was like, "Well, I'll just play video games instead." And that was a great series for me to just dive into and have something to play. And it was, and it it, it reminds me of a, one a tough time in my life, but be, being able to get through it was something I really loved uh, in terms of those games. And it's a good testament to our friendship. So it's 
that's uh, a big, a uh, big reason why I love not only that those those games, but also that movie as well. Is like that's like art. I know like you kind of introduced me to it, so it was like one of the movies. I was like, no, hell yeah! Like both me and you like that movie a lot. So that's it makes me it makes me really happy. That movie is it's a fun, yeah again a fun adventure movie, and that's it, it really is. I think I think if it was a little more adult oriented, it might have been a little cooler. But that's that's the adult like side of me. Like, it's like I think it's, it it does yeah. the same kind of fun adventure action as a Pirates of the Caribbean movie gets across. And it's, I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy Prince of Persia. I get it's not the best, but I enjoy it a lot. I'm glad you did too. Thank you. So, do you want me to hit you with my number three? Number three, baby. Number three. This one might be entirely based on nostalgia. Not in terms of actually how good it is, uh, but it's because I have good memories uh, associated with it. But it is Double Dragon from back in the 90s. Uh, so I didn't see this until a little bit later in my life. Maybe it was like, maybe it was like closer to mid-2000s or so. But my brothers at the time, my brothers, no, they, they were still at this time as well. Uh, they, nothing happened to them. My bro- at, the, at the time, my brothers had seen it. Thing in theaters, and it was a big, it was a big movie at the time because it was a, it was a, it was like a big arcade game, and then it was a, a big like action movie, uh, and it's a, and it has the villain, uh, Robert Patrick from Terminator Two plays the villain in this, and he's great at shooting scenery everywhere, but what's great about it is that the movie is insane, like it is so ridiculous and it's so over the top, it's like the height of like big budget 90s adaptations of video games like same thing with street fighter but i think this one is like it works because it's it's just ridiculous there's like a big uh chase on like speedboats at one point it's like a kung fu kind of movie there's magic there's weird technology there's monsters there's what, some what guy is this gets... called double dragon a double dragon okay amazing so uh, one of the things i will mention one why i love that movie is because like one i saw it way back then and it was amazing it was just so ridiculous and two one of my favorite podcasts this is not sponsored because the brew boys cannot be bought brandon uh, keep throwing these ads without me <laughs> i they're i'm just this is a this is a personal this is a brandon hyde recommendation and just shout out to one of my favorite podcasts okay sponsors real quick that'd be really cool um one of my favorite podcasts how did this get made uh with um, with uh, Paul Shear, June Diane, uh, Raphael, and Jason Manzukas, who are great, super fun comedians. They talk about uh, just terrible movies, and as they put it, like uh, you know, like like they ask the question, "How did this get made? Like, how did this movie get so weird and so bizarre and just make it to the film uh, the end point?" And they they did all they, they did they they actually had, did an episode on on Double Dragon and they did they did a live episode of it they recorded it in Philadelphia last oh, year wow. and guess who was there I was there me and Ryan we were we were just hanging out up up in the up in the rafters as how Jason Manzuka puts it the uh, the balcony monsters or I can't remember he calls he calls like some like section like the monsters uh, but it is one of my favorite episodes because they, they go into how insanely bizarre this, this movie is and how it is off the wall, just insanity. And my favorite part is they, they loved the Philadelphia audience was 
Oh, for being they, they commented early on. He's like, you, you guys are really weird, aren't you? <laughs> um, definitely worth checking out. Movie is kind of worth checking out. The episode of that is definitely worth checking out, just even on its own. So highly recommend, uh, highly recommend Double Dragon because of the supplemental material. Nice, that's awesome. Um, so my number three, actually. To be honest, my top three, and I, I'm going to spoil it a bit, my top three have all come out in the past year. Um, I might know. So, so to anyone listening, including Brandon, you might be able to guess what they are, but you got to put the order, you got to wait for the order at least. I know one of them at least, yeah. Um, Not- uh, this, this, I don't, I, we'll see what surprises you, but number three is and this might be a bit of a cheat i'm not gonna lie to you but it's the witcher on netflix you know what i'll allow it cool because it's really good uh i'm just saying it's not amazing but it's really good it's like an r-rated lord of the rings um and it's a lot of fun it's a really really good action show uh and that's great yeah, it looks and, and and honestly, like I haven't played the game yet. I actually, it's one of the two digital games I just bought, so it's in my it's on my PlayStation. It's ready to rock and roll. Um, so I will be finally playing The Witcher Three for the first time in nice. twenty twenty. But I loved the show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Geralt is awesome. Who is played by Henry Cavill? Who is awesome and like it's just it's an awesome show and. He seems to really enjoy himself, and again, I think that's a big part of what I like in these movies is right. is when you can tell the actor is having a good time. And right. uh, he he really seems like like he's he's mentioning he's a huge fan uh, of the games and everything, and you you can tell he really brings like he brings a great performance to the character from <laughs> everything I've seen. I have to be honest, I have not watched it yet because the yeah. first episode I tried to watch, I was sick and I <laughs> was like not really in the best. Uh, I would like fading in and out of consciousness i was like maybe not the best time to like try to watch a new show yeah uh but from what i've seen and that i and from what i've heard i, I like have to be fully honest it's one of the things i do want to watch it but one one of the things i respect is how much he's talked about he loves the games loves the character how much he brings to him and the fact that one of my favorite interviews is uh, someone's asking about the games and he's like oh how are you, you how were you introduced and he's like oh I, I love the books and then i played all the games and there are, and one of the questions was like uh PlayStation or Xbox, and his response is like, oh, PC. Like, he's... he's oh! <laughs> well, now I'm mad I bought it on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even realize that. It's, it's, it's a great so little... Great. He, he does it better. Like, he says it a little more, like, offhandedly, but it's so much fun. He just oh, says it, like, real God. quick, but, uh... But, yeah, he's a PC gamer. Like... Wow. One of my favorite stories is he talked about on Conan, I think. So he's got to be was... the most Jack Dork on this planet, right? Oh, he. I. I like to. Th- I. I sincerely think that he's like, he was just born. He was just like he's. He's that Jack that like he's all the all the nerds won't let him hang out. <laughs> so he, he keeps trying to get roles to like prove that he's a nerd, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Superman, guys." And they're like, "Yeah, but like, yeah, but you're, you're so Jack." He's like. Oh okay and he's like well i'm the, I'm, I'm the witcher and i'm and uh yeah he's like I'm, I'm the witcher now it's like yeah but you're so handsome you're not like you're not allowed to sit with us it's like, yeah. come on. i'm trying to <laughs> it's like trying so hard i am bringing your dreams to life people 
just accept me as <laughs> as as one of your own. Oh my god, uh, it's it's tough. I think it's um. But yeah, he, uh, one of my favorite stories from him was on Conan, where he talked about when he got the when he when he uh, he officially got the word that he had got the Superman role. Uh, he almost missed a phone call because he was in, in a raid of uh, of WoW. Like he was <laughs> like, oh, one sec. he's like he's he was still playing. Um, so it shows like he's just like a big dork. Like, that's and I was actually like... gonna use that as a comparison that uh, like his his performance in The Witcher, like how much he seems to enjoy it. I think reminds right. me of him in in uh, Man of Steel. Like like when yeah. he was really excited to be Superman. You know, um, he's, yeah, he's like it, it's something I really appreciate. Is that like he's really able to like uh, I'm trying to talk uh, in a normal voice, you know, my, my cat is like plunging her claws into my leg at the moment. Uh, <laughs> like trying to, uh, it, it's going to sound like I'm being tortured. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying not to give it, give my location away. It's like, um, yes, this is fine right now. You don't have to do that, Meg. Um, but I think what I really like is that like he, he brings such an enthusiasm to all of his roles and mm-hmm. you can really see it in all of his performances, like in the Witcher and, in uh, in Superman movies. And it's definitely like, he loves those roles and he wants to play it and we should we should have him play superman more <laughs> i really want him to oh god but i really hope he comes back he i know it's to. not likely did he say he wants to do it still he's he's been i, like, I hope he comes back one of my mm, not to get it off on a tangent but um the director of mission impossible it Fallout, wasn't the actor's fault it's <laughs> right it's like maybe uh maybe you should hire some better directors uh Maybe get a director and a writer, maybe separate. That don't I don't know suck. <laughs> it's it's tough because I I did read um, one of my favorite directors, uh, Christopher Macquarie, who did uh, Mission Impossible Fallout and Rogue Nation. He's a great uh, great director. Uh, someone asked him about. He there was rumors he had like a Superman sequel that he pitched to. Uh, he had a Green Lantern movie pitched to Warner Brothers, and he was like, "Yeah." He he finally confirmed. He was like, "Yeah, we we, we had a Green Lantern pitch that was was tied in, into our Superman movie that we were trying to do, and Warner Brothers and well, Warner Brothers passed on it." And I was like, "Are you what? kidding me?" It was like I was losing my mind when I saw that. I was like, "You have." Chris McQuarrie and Henry Cavill just going in, being like, "This is what we want to do. We want to we want to do this Superman movie, and we have an an idea for a Green Lantern movie along with it." And Warner Brothers was like, "No, we're good. Like, we're gonna make another Joker movie. I don't know, something like that. I don't know what their their plans are, but just like it drove me crazy. Yeah. It's like you, Henry Cavill is like wanting so badly to do Superman, but you're like, "No, we're good. Like, just kind of." <sighs> like, on that note number sorry. two <laughs> <laughs> I did have a question to ask oh yeah uh, in terms of these are we doing video game adaptations or video game movies or movies that are about video games you can cheat if you want I you considered can it I, I considered <laughs> it I considered it you can do it you can do it I, I, I did strictly adaptions um but you can absolutely throw some some bangers in there if you want. Only one because it's like not only is it one of my favorite movies about video games, it is one of the best movies ever made. This it's a documentary, oh, however. Okay. So I'll 
gonna like throw that out now. Okay. Uh, so it's not what like I thought. Win. Yeah, but um, so the documentary is called King of Kong, and it's all about the competing uh, people who are who at the time were working to, to achieve the highest score in Donkey Kong. Ah. What happens and how it's a how it becomes an embroiled like uh, rivalry between these two guys that. Uh, one of them is Billy Mitchell, who is how do you put it, uh, a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> we eventually do find out he's more of a like in, later in life. Later in real life, you'll if you look up details, the dude's like kind of a dirtbag. Um, but he's just like this dude is like he he goes way back and he's very much like at the beginning of arcade scene and he's kind of very pompous. You just do not like the dude. And then you have um, Steve Weeby who is a family man and he's like a teacher and he's like the sweetest guy you could ever you could ever meet like his family is so supportive of him and he's just like I don't know how how he gets into it but he's like you know what I'm going to get the high score in Donkey Kong he just decides one day to do it okay. and it's all about the real the true story of how these two competed back and forth to get this high score and how like Stewie B he I won't spoil that it's a it's one of the most just compelling stories you'll ever watch and it's about it just happens to be about donkey kong like that's the best part about it is that like yeah it happens to be also about an arcade game yeah it's, it's so infinitely compelling i've seen it like three times because it never it never fails to just like it's it's like it's the it, it never fails to get you pumped up because it's a great under under underdog story that is full information about uh about like arcade games and games and how they like how they operate what goes into them what went into them at the time these weird figures around them and like what it's all about it's amazing i believe the full thing is on youtube maybe i'm pulling them on them out here which is bad but i believe the whole thing is on here if you get a chance i'm like everyone's listening like fully 100 percent just watch like the first like 15 minutes if you're not into it it's fine but just i really think everyone you if you even have like a passing interest in video games this is the movie this is the the documentary for you cool sounds very interesting i'll probably take a look i've never seen it I think um, like, that's a good check documentary throwing it out there Oof. Um, all right so my number two uh is sonic the hedgehog I think it's oh. a great video game adapted movie. Um, we already talked about it a lot, so I'm not going to talk about it. But I think <laughs> it's great. And as far as video game movies go, it's number two. Um, that's that. So, Brad, number one. I think you knew what was coming. You knew what was coming, number one. You, Everyone in the audience, they're clamoring for it. They're smacking their lips, you know, thinking about They're rubbing their hands together. I want to mention there was also a moment um, I don't remember what episode but there was a moment when you mentioned something uh, something about the graphics of a game and you were like I'm uh, smacking my lips thinking about it and it's it's been stuck in my brain in a good way ever since because it cracks me up every time I'll be thinking about something I'm like I'm uh, smacking my lips (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I really do think um, our listeners are just like rubbing our palms together being like hey give me that give me that number one we all know what's going to be it is the 1995 classic Mortal Kombat I knew it 
You knew it? Yeah, you, like, like everyone, uh, it's... Are you, wait, we're for real? We're for real? This isn't a bit? This is for real? No joke. Okay. Number one. Right. I, I thought, I, I, I've never, okay, so I've never seen it. Um, and I've never seen this other movie I'm about to say. And I thought it was going to be one of these two. And I had no idea how good or bad either of them are. And the other one was the Doom movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about that. I'll, I have an anecdote about that, I will say. Um, but yeah, okay. All right, so Mortal Kombat. Give, give, me, Kombat your, give me your said, thing. That movie is incredible. The production design on that is top shelf, I will say. That's like one my number one thing, what I think I've come back to so much of that movie, is that like they spent a lot of money building sets making it look believable that like this is an island that someone made that would like host a a otherworldly like tournament of martial arts and that's amazing how could you not love that as a kid like seeing that for the first time for me like seeing that and then thinking oh there's other movies that are better than this that's not a thought that's going to come into my brain at like even 20 years later it's going to be the same feeling i've had since then of just like this movie freaking rules we had it on VHS, uh, taped from TV, so there was like a bunch of commercials <laughs> yeah. at the time. And then, um, weirdly enough, somehow when when the the main villain, after he's like punched off um, a high point and falls on some some spikes, for some reason the video cut out. Um, it stopped recording, but it's it's because, sorry, it's because I, I, I I'm saying this in a good way. It's a shout out to my mom, but she she like stopped recording it and then recorded <laughs> it right after. He was dead because he, he he gets all like gross looking. So it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, it was a way to like be like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna. So your mom did a soft edit there. It <laughs> was the mom cut. The mom cut. Yeah, it was my um, hide cut. It was it was just definitely like uh, just gonna like save all all <laughs> all of her sons from nightmares from uh, this one image. Um, but that movie is just it's a fun. It is it's a fun time like. Awesome. From begin from minute one to minute end, don't know how long it is offhand, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a great theme song. That music will pump you up. Every fight scene looks amazing. There are some insane special effects that hold up in my memory, not so much in the movie. But I think <laughs> it, it's a great movie to like hang out, watch someone, watch yeah. with like people. We will caffeine co-op promise. Moment we will eventually have your thoughts on that movie. I fully accept that because we're going to see the new Mortal Kombat together whenever that comes out. So we got to watch the first one so I can appreciate one or the other better. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the that's the secret to this is that we, I have it on Blu-ray Did and I really? found it at I found it at Walmart. It felt like it was, was like it in the $5 bin. It was in the $5 bin. Yeah. Felt, that's why I check there more often because because uh, I'm like, well, this it felt like if this gem was there, it was the only copy to it, so it felt like it was waiting for me. It was like the, it was like this, that's perfect. That's this, perfect. like weird, <laughs> like this like folklore is like, oh, this it's been waiting for me this whole time. Uh, it was just like one of those things I had been meaning to buy it online, but I was like, no, I, I want I, I didn't know I wanted yeah. to find it out in the wild. Yeah, that's the thing. That's so that is my number one video game movie. Uh, it's, it's awesome see the new one which the king may be toppled by the new king but we will find out eventually when quarantine co-op quarantine co-op stops and yeah. allowed back all right well my number one i think it's pretty obvious if you can think of what's come out in the past year um and 
I don't think this is underrated at all, and I love it. I love it to death, and I'm very mad that I still don't own this. Um, it's Detective Pikachu, uh, the Good biggest choice. shocker of a movie of all time, because right. I remember that going to production and thinking it was the dumbest movie idea of all time, <laughs> and then slowly but surely things lined up in its favor, like get it, like the writers, um, oh, what is his name, uh, from Gravity Falls, right? He worked on it. Uh, one thing, um. One thing I did I did I did read recently is like he he only had a he only had time to like contribute a few ideas. That's but nice. nothing nothing like too concrete. But, um, but I knew the writing was the I knew there was yeah. a writing team that I, that was going to be enjoyable. There's good um, people on there. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Ryan Reynolds coming in and like oh it, like I was like all right let's see this movie and the reason Detective Pikachu is number one and quite frankly the reason it, Sonic had a fighting chance I'm not gonna lie to you to me Sonic had a fighting chance for number one. Um, and the reason Detective is a, Pikachu is that a bit? No, a no. Chance? I think. Would, uh, you, would you say they're a brawl, brawling? You gotta get you know, a smash fighting smash, movie, yeah. but that sounds. Mm, never mind. I don't. I take that last one back. They're not gonna smash. Never mind. That sounds a little gross. <laughs> this is not Beastars. Yeah. No. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Oh god. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. No, nope, not doing it. No, nope, not, nope, not doing it. No, not doing it. But I. Really like Detective Pikachu, and like I know I, I'm a Pokemon fan, like genuinely. So I know there's a bit more to it to me personally because I'm a fan. You know, just the same way you're a Mortal Kombat fan. Um, but I, the reason the de- 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 the reason Detective Pikachu wins as the best movie in my opinion is because it holds up as a movie with no necessary background. Like, like I don't I don't think you need to go. St- play the games to understand the movie like right. like I, I don't think you need to have seen a comic or a, a, an anime or whatever like it's just right. a good movie on its own and like and to do that with Pokemon that just that seemed like a really really big deal to me um yeah I don't know what they could possibly do next if they actually do an Ash or Red or whatever they call them movie um right. I, I don't know. I do hope that there's more, though. I really enjoyed it, and I really want to keep seeing it. And I love the way it's, like, all of them. It's every generation. It's not just the first gen, so right. it's not just nostalgia. Yeah. It's all the Pokemon, and I liked it. I like it a lot. I think it's great. It, the, the influence from the, and the CGI looks great and all that stuff. And so that's it. That's all I want to say about Detective Pikachu. But the last yeah. thing I want to say um, real quick is that – so I mentioned the top three on my list all came out in the past year. And yeah. I think – that that's an indication of good things to come. Um, I, I think Absolutely. that people are getting better at adapting video games. Yeah. And I don't want to necessarily call it the next comic book industry. But I, mm. I think as far as adaptions in film goes, I think we're about to get a real nice video game adapted film curve. If oh, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, like 100%. I think we're getting... I think we're getting people who grew up with video games finally understanding like what you would want to bring from a video game to a movie. It's not yeah. going to be like, it's not like a, a bunch of studio executives with like a, a big like uh, cigar in the corner of their mouth, like ah oh, these these kids like give them fucking Mario to <laughs> mushrooms. They like mushrooms. Give them mushrooms. I don't give a shit. Like yeah, it's it's people being like yeah. I think I think this stuff works. That you can't incorporate like. I don't know. Like it, it, it's like it's it's like in the Sonic movie, they were able to use the the rings in a really clever way that like makes sense. It wasn't just like, oh, he has rings. 
No, it was cool. it actually had a purpose, and it was a purpose yeah. that was really clever. A legit thing. Um, so I'm I'm I like that. I think that's a good uh, that's a good shot to call. I think we're gonna see some really cool stuff. They were working on the Mario movie. I know at Illumination. Yeah, like Illumination. Which could be really cool. Could be really neat. Um, I think that could be really cool. I'm, at one point, I <laughs> I called. I thought they were gonna make a Fortnite movie. I still think they're gonna make. I think a- that was in production. Um, really? Yeah, but but so is a Call Call of Duty. But that I mean, Call of Duty is a silly one because it's like <laughs> you just make an army movie and throw the words Call of Duty on it. Um, <laughs> I think I saw somewhere there was like I was like looking that up the other day because they were like talking about a movie adaption. It was like yeah, it's, it's supposed. To, there was like something. Some on like Wikipedia was like, oh yeah, the movie's supposed to come out in like 2019. I'm like, no, that's past. That's gone. That's has come and gone. Come and gone at this point, guys. Yeah. Um, but I think we yeah, we can we'll definitely get to see movies that are going to be hearkening back to that era of video games that are going to be using fun ideas that that can work and what what doesn't is going to be tossed to the side. Like, have you seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? No, um, no, I have not. That's another we should watch together because that movie. I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know about that one, Chief. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. That's, that's farther that's down the road. That's a hard maybe. Uh, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> yes. Uh, you. What was the other one? Uh, what, was the, what was the other one we talked about? What, uh, There's so, two. There was. I, it was. It's so long ago in the, in the recording. I, I know, I know. We gotta, we gotta shut this down. All right, we're shutting it down. Shutting it down. It was, it was the Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog cartoon movie. That's it. It was the, it was the cartoon. <laughs> if I could say it now, or if it's going to break continuity. Or break broken continuity. This is going to be at the, the beginning The timeline is wrecked. <laughs> we stole an Infinity Stone, and we didn't put it back. <laughs> it's going to, yeah, it's like Crisis on Infinite, Infinite Zacks. And it's just like a bunch of, just like splintered, like you're picking. That's how you get into the Zackverse. Into the Zackverse, baby. That was the thing. That was an Iron Go Seek. That was my project. That was a. <laughs> Not this shit. That was the, the good part. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is our spin off. Yeah. All right. All right. We're shutting it down. Um, I wanted to say uh, so we wanted to say just a quick couple words. Uh, coronavirus is very much a real thing. Uh, if anyone's still listening at this point in the podcast you know we didn't want to talk started off dark and gloomy but you know um it's very real no matter where you are in the world unfortunately so stay safe and wash your hands and that's all i got really to say it's a uh i was gonna say it's an actual uh actual pandemic we probably used that word before about something silly and about something funny but i want to mention that this is something that is uh, i don't want to say near dear to my heart because i hope it's not uh, but the subject of keeping safe and being safe in this time should be uh, remembered by everybody that right now this is something that a virus that is incredible like it's very scary very real this is something that can affect people in a very short amount of time it's mm-hmm. not it's not like it's not airborne so I know that people aren't like freaking out that way but but still at the same time it is still incredibly infectious of what it is and I know a lot of people like even though we might have listeners that are younger think about the people in your life who are older that are still susceptible to this and and the best way I like I saw a video where how a person explained it was that like yes you think the flu isn't in, is contagious you might infect one one person but the coronavirus is basically you might infect three people and then those three people infect three more people 
and then those people infect uh, more people. And the figure they came they came up with is that like one person could be potentially responsible for fifty nine thousand people being infected. Yeah. To have that uh, be in perspective. And the reason why we bring this up too is it's very important for us to talk about it in terms of our perspective as a consumer, in terms of the working man, um, our 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 position as podcasters. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing this podcast and if and we are going to pay attention to how this affects the games industry because we are a games podcast but we also uh keep an eye out for how this affects the industry uh and ourselves as consumers and how we as a people um are going to get through it and that means addressing something like this and being safe so coronavirus consider yourself canceled we are the <laughs> unfollow coronavirus. Unfollow coronavirus. Cancel yeah. it. No uh, delays. Cancel yeah. it entirely. <laughs> Don't give to their Patreon. Uh, uh, just <laughs> get off. Get off their yeah. sites. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't give them any. Don't you subscribe? Yeah, Remember that. Uh, Don't hit yeah, the so, bell. <laughs> hit ours, but uh, hit our bell. I know. Like I'm. I. It's one of the things I can't help but make jokes, but it's. It's really. It's, it's, not, really it's not a fun thing. It's not a great thing to like end a podcast on this, but it is it is very important. I hope we can look back on this and be like, man, that was a weird time to be talking about this. Um, but for the time being, we will probably have to bring up in news in some way, or probably this will be affecting all of us. So the important thing is is to stay safe, uh, stay. Uh, I had something. Um, be kind. Be courteous and be safe that's the best way i can put it is that if you can just be kind to everyone because we're all going through this right now and we don't know what the hey we don't know what the release date is for this it is indefinite uh, at this point also now uh, release date of us yeah it's weird uh, but true so yeah, you know extent. practice your social distancing it helps there might be delays but it's always worth it it's better than canceling life um there you go like it's better to delay <laughs> but it's better to delay your social life than to have it be canceled and uh permanently agreed all right yeah that was, that was beautiful let's wrap it up and put a bow on it uh thank you for listening to the caffeine co-op uh my name is zach and you can follow me at twitter at the underscore philly gamer and brandon i've been brandon and will continue to be <laughs> You can follow me at Brandon Hyde, one word. Uh, tweet me your Orioles uh, complaints, how you are not sure about our strategy for being the only only team out in the field. <laughs> you can see my uh, essays about video games at wigman.com. There will be more stuff coming soon when I'm not stressed out of my mind, but there will be more, more stuff. Um, other than that, uh, we will probably address more stuff in the next episode. But remember to support uh, the games you like with your dollar. Vote with your dollar and be kind. Agreed. Yeah. Remember, vote for vote with your dollar, especially now. Like you know, budget's tight because of everything. But if you get a sale and you can support it, like go ahead. Like I said, I bought a couple games. I bought two great games for a total of twenty dollars. Like I can't. You, you can't. You can't Perfect. beat that. Can't beat that. Um. Just you know, if you can, vote with your dollar. If you can't. Don't stress. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Yeah. Unless I die. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Thank you for listening to Caffeine Co-op. Uh, I'm Zach. And I'm Brandon. And we are out.